0: In this episode, we look at how to think about your food. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big Change. Welcome to another episode. Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas. And in this episode, we're going to be looking at our relationship to food. We're going to be looking at uh, how we define our food, whether we think of them as good foods, bad foods, whether they're inherently positive or negative, why we feel that way. Who is it that wants us to feel that way in order to get us to act in certain ways or make certain purchases. And most importantly, how we can break out of that. What is the way that we should be thinking about our food in order to actually start making progress, to change our relationship to food and to get the results we are looking for? So this should be a super interesting conversation. I'm super excited to jump into it. But before we jump into it, support for this episode comes from Caliper. I've gotten some massive benefits from taking CBD. It helps me stay calm when everything around me feels stressful. It helps me get to sleep when I'm struggling at night. It's even helped my mom. I introduced her to it a few weeks ago and she swears by it. It helps her sleep deeper and actually stay asleep through the night. CBD has had an incredible effect on my life, and there's a lot of science behind it, too. Numerous studies suggest that cannabidiol can have massive effects on stress reduction and in promoting sleep. But to this point, the options for taking CBD have been limited to droppers full of funny-tasting oils, and that just doesn't feel right. That's why I'm so excited about Caliper. Think of Caliper as a better way to consume CBD. It's a powder that is pretty much tasteless and it's clinically proven that you absorb 450% more CBD with Caliper CBD powder compared to tinctures. I can tell you from personal experience that I felt the effects of Caliper CBD so much faster than the oils I've tried in the past. It's incredible, quite honestly. Not to mention convenient. They come as single serving packets so you can easily take it with you for whenever you need it throughout the day. You can add it to food, pour it into tea, which is typically what I do, or even add it to a green juice. It's all the health benefits of CBD absorbed faster and in the most convenient way possible. So why not try it? Get 20% off your first order when you use promo code tinyleaps at trycalipercom slash tinyleaps. You can try Caliper CBD risk-free for 30 days. And if you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund. So there's really no risk whatsoever. Get the sleep you deserve, help manage your stress, and step into the world of CBD. Just head over to trycaliper.com slash tinyleaps. And don't forget the promo code, tinyleaps, for 20% off your first order. Have you ever eaten too much of something and really regretted it afterward? Or eaten something just because you knew it would taste good, even when you weren't hungry? Eating consumes a lot of our time. No pun intended cooking stopping for fast food grocery shopping food is cultural it has a tendency to bring us closer together like when grandma makes her famous pumpkin pie and everyone wants a slice additionally fast food has added another layer to how we eat we can move at a faster pace in our lives be more productive when we don't have to labor over a stove for hours but things aren't all positive as you know fast food has a number of negative consequences And food is a tool used by companies to shame us into buying into their restrictive fad habits. Our relationship to food can be used against us. And in today's episode, we're going to tear apart this idea of good versus bad foods. More specifically, we're going to be discussing the idea of neutral foods, of foods being neither inherently good or bad. Struggling with one's relationship to food is common. With so much propaganda to hate our bodies, it's no wonder so many of us make New Year's resolutions to eat better. Body positivity movements have begun to shift our culture into accepting our bodies as they are, but it's still common for us to categorize food as good or bad. This overly simplistic way of thinking of food may actually be the reason why many of us struggle to stick to diets. It's no question that some foods are healthier than others. But when we spend so much time worrying about whether or not the food we want to eat is good or bad, we may become discouraged from eating the healthier option altogether. With so many different types of diets and ways to measure whether something is good or bad for you, most of us would rather just give in, give up, and wait until next year's resolutions. So let's break it down. Across the board, we find carbohydrates, vitamins, minerals, fats, proteins, fiber, and water in the things that we eat. These components are found in varying degrees. Sometimes what we eat gives us more energy than what we ate the day before. Sometimes it makes us more sluggish, hurts our stomach, or makes us feel bloated. These are just straight facts. Notice I didn't say anything about the balance of these things or how good or bad each individual piece is. I didn't go on a tangent about carbs being the enemy or about fat being the enemy. We're just looking at the facts. That's because food is inherently neutral. We only enter a danger zone when our self-esteem is negatively impacted by the things that we eat. Feeling like we're a bad person for eating something convenient when we're hungry is largely ineffective, but it can also be discouraging and unnecessary. Thinking of food as neutral is a way to challenge this pattern of thinking. Getting mad at ourselves or feeling like we're bad people for eating a greasy meal or a few french fries isn't going to get us anywhere. It's just going to send us into a pit of despair and self-hate. And I'm going to be honest with you, you deserve more than that. I deserve more than that. So rather than worrying about what is a good food or a bad food, we should focus on listening to what our body tells us. Eating when we're hungry, having some variety in our diets, and recognizing when we feel discomfort after eating something can put us on a path to developing a better relationship to food in the long term. And that's the core issue here. It takes a lot longer to be intuitive. It takes a lot longer to give yourself the room you need to make those mistakes, to eat whatever it is your body is craving. It takes a lot longer to get to a healthy place when you go that model rather than just knowing the answers, picking out a diet and saying, "Okay, this is what I'm going to do. But it's a lot more sustainable. And that's what matters. Change happens when you take a certain action or you remove a certain action for a long period of time. Sustainability is the goal. And it may also be helpful. To focus more on the type of food you reach for when you're feeling different emotions. Emotional eating is universal. We all do it. Our brains often look for quick fixes when we're feeling sad and sugary food is a quick way to avoid how we're feeling. By looking inward and exploring other coping mechanisms, we may be able to cut down on the amount of emotional eating that we do. This way of looking at food is often referred to as intuitive eating. We eat intuitively when we reject diet mentality and diet culture. Diets often offer false hope of shedding pounds quickly with little effort and forever. Intuitive eating also involves honoring when our body is hungry instead of restricting ourselves. This includes honoring when we're full instead of forcing ourselves to eat or finish the meal when we don't actually want to. It's perfectly understandable to pick and choose what we want to eat for health reasons, but once we start feeling like bad people for food decisions that we make, we may have gone too far. Deriving our self-esteem from the food that we have access to is not fair to ourselves. Sometimes the closest store that we can get to is a dollar store with no fresh produce. Sometimes all we can afford is a pack of ramen noodles. Our relationship with food and our bodies is dynamic and always evolving. A variety of factors contribute to our weight, such as genetics, our environment, and finances. By adopting this neutral way of thinking, we can shift our perspective and not only have a better relationship with food, but also develop a better relationship with ourselves. This episode was written by Sophie Sumter. Big props to her. Uh, make sure you follow her over on Instagram. The link to that is in the description of this episode. I've also got three articles linked up in the description that dive deeper into the topic of relationships to food so i highly recommend you check those out if you haven't already be sure to click subscribe wherever you're tuning in today it means the world to me helps us get discovered and it's just really kind of you so thank you if you choose to do that i encourage you to check out today's sponsor caliper cbd i've been using it now for maybe about a month and i'm i love it honestly i've pretty much switched off of all of my other CBD brands that I was trying and have switched to Caliper. It's just so much more convenient and it really absorbs faster. Like it's actually shocking when you start to feel it. So I recommend you check it out. Head over to trycalipercom slash tiny leaps and enter the coupon code tiny leaps to get 20% off. I've been Greg Clunis Thank you so much for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.